Australia win the first test match and retain the Frank Worrell Trophy, a once proud trophy now relegated to whatever we just watched over the course of two and a bit days. Australia win the game by 10 wickets. Um, unfortunately for the Whoppers wanting one of our greatest ever players to fail, unfortunately he remains 10 not out, uh, opening the batting. Um, and, uh, you know, good things might happen in the future for those guys that want different guys in the team. Um, Pezza, I want to shout out Adelaide. Can I just shout out Adelaide who have genuinely like turned up for one of the worst test matches this country has seen at least in this millennia. Um, there was like 25, 26,000 for the first two days. There was like 12,000 there today as well, knowing that the game was going to last eight minutes. Um, it is a wonderful place to watch cricket. They like the way they've done it. There is fucking incredible. They deserve better. Um, maybe we all deserve better. Maybe it's not just Adelaide. Maybe we all deserve better. But I just want to shout out Adelaide for fucking getting behind the cricket. They do get a T20, I think it might be, against the West Indies, which, you know, we're all looking forward to. Um, but apart from that, that's the end of cricket at the Adelaide Oval for this summer. But, um, mate, fair fucks to them over there because they've got behind it. And that's um, kudos, I want to say. Bank the, Arena. The Arena? Yeah, I was, I was starting to get confused as to whether you were... Hmm. Uh, giving credit to the uh, home stadium of the Sydney Kings. Now, um, yes, mate. I, what do you say? The reason why they've been relegated is very connected to the fact that Test cricket is in decline. Oh, not meant to say that. It's actually pretty good. Australia has won by 10 wickets inside two and a half days and played shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ergo, Australian cricket is in rude health when we're not happy and yep. we're winning in that manner. So that's good. But Adelaide would get a good test match if the powers that be in cricket um, protected the test format with some Skrilla. Hmm. But that's for another time, that conversation. What I want to talk about is Hoff not getting 10 poles, getting nine poles. See, that's light switch stuff for me. That's me not mm -hmm. sleeping tonight, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's me disappointed. Um, on the other hand, when he walked off the field, holding the ball aloft, having taken five, I haven't seen a Mitt Hoover up a ball uh, <laughs> like that in a minute. So, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to cover off a couple of things from today. He goes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Shamar I remember, Joseph. I remember someone you said... Yeah, go on. Someone used to hang around our club called the Hoover. Um, and let me tell you, there was some hoovering going on um, involving yeah. mitts and indeed balls. Um, uh, she, was a, she was actually a key part of the club and actually got us through a lot of hard times, um, especially when ones and twos weren't so strong for a couple of years there. But um, but she sort of brought the group together. Um, sorry, you're just talking about the Hoover and I'm just, uh, I was just thinking about... Um, about about my experiences with that, um, yeah, Shamar Joseph, that was good. He um, he bowled three balls, and uh, not really sure why he didn't open the bowling. I know I understand there's a hierarchy, and that that is the reason. Um, but he has been by far away the best player. Australia's won the game in uh, won the Test match in the space of mere hours. And if it wasn't for their numbers 10 and 11 batting, who put on 80 of the 300 runs they scored in this game, this game would have been over in the second session on day one. So we should be thanking the West Indies, um, I think. I think it's been a wonderful spectacle and, um, and a credit to the game. And I think this actually shows how strong the game is across the world. Yeah, and uh, everything's all good. Root yeah. health. 
uh, absolutely rude health playing against blokes wearing ice creams buying kit from fucking Kmart in Adelaide a couple of days before the game. Game's in fucking sensational health. Um, yeah, Shamar <laughs> Joseph comes out to bat. Everyone's looking looking, you know, looking for that early tea time. <laughs> and uh, he, he, he had other plans. Uh, a bit of pantomime stuff, then getting his laces tied up again. Um, he, he's probably an eight or nine with the bat. What are any of us doing? Um, just wanted to just pick up on like the, you know, the the sub subplot of Smith having to bat again, you know, when Shamar Joseph crunches his first ball for four, uh, thus taking the Windies into a lead or some shit. The camera then pans mm-hmm. to Smith. How nervous will this guy be who has nearly 9,000 test runs? Um, mm. And I have to say though, like the camera, the camera person did very well as Smith walked out. They gave you that kind of POV shot. Now I'm not saying that Smith's got a, a camera on his helmet, like some nonsense do on YouTube, but um, but he's got that guy on a fucking Segway next to him, and uh, he says nonsense on YouTube, like absolutely destroying blokes who just want to play a bit of cricket on a Saturday. You know, anyway, hmm. you never see that. You never see those guys just being roundly beaten outside the off stump or getting out. You know, anyway, um, anyway, uh, but as as Smith's walking out to bat, and the TV coverage is kind of um, you know confecting this as like uh, one of those, you know, tricky little periods where there's there's just everything to lose and nothing to win. Uh, you could actually see the eyes of like three or four of the West Indies cordon on Smith. And I actually got myself a little like flourish of anxiety remembering what it is like to walk out to bat when you have like at least four or five pairs of eyes on you. As though like, like with Smith... Mm. Everybody knows who he is, but people are looking at him like they've seen an alien. You know, like mm. you, you, you know that feeling. Every, it's all, it's about me. Everybody's looking at me. Like you may as well be um, naked in a dream, walking down a promenade with the most dishevelled sports cock possible. Like uh, that that sort of was the feeling, and I I I, I thought that was nice because I I felt something. You know, I was like, oh, Smith, 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 you know, but, but the reality of it, he goes, is that while the West Indians might be looking at him out of a reflex to try and kind of intimidate him or whatever, um, the, the truth is that like they would be um, really disgruntled that Shamar Joseph had hit that boundary, took them into a lead, thus meaning they had to get changed. And they stand there in the cordon getting receiving little hits of dopamine with every run that ticks it closer to 26 or 27, which means they can get out of here. Whilst at the same time um, performing, like, like sort of engaging in that performative, forlorn um, frustration at an impending loss. Such is the theatre of cricket. I'm just saying, like, obviously this feels like real filler conversation, but these are the small little things that go on in the game. I also really enjoyed Pezza when they put in a deep point. Uh, just a sweeper, just in case, just to, just to, to sort of stem the tide of it's runs while flow, chasing yeah. 26. <laughs> really enjoyed that little theatre. You've got to control I, the scoreboard. You've got to build pressure in different ways in Test Cricket. What you need to understand is, yeah. Mm. Pezza, I really enjoyed just imagining in my head the amount of um, tweets that were being drafted and then having to be deleted, unfortunately, because whilst your team winning, sure, that's, that's all well and good, but what's even better than that is that you were right. Yes. And and that's what people were fucking hanging out. I even felt the commentators, like, anytime, like, um, Alzari Joseph, like, beat Smith outside the off stump or there was a couple of tight leaves off Kemar Roach, sort of, I feel like the commentators were invested, but like, oh, we nearly got a story. Mm. You know? <laughs> and, and then Kawaja gets fucking hit in the face. Um, 
Not as good. Not as good, but maybe, maybe, Pezza, that means that unfortunately um, Brisbane won't get to see their sort of, he's not even an adopted son. I feel like it's been changed legally. Usman Khawaja claims that he is a Queenslander, which is so uncomfortable when you also are from the state where he was literally, you know, grew up and drew his cricket. That mm. is New South Wales. That but, is Islam. So, so maybe Queensland. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, maybe the Queenslanders won't get to see Usman, their hometown hero, play in Brisbane. We're, we don't, we're recording this like literally seconds after the last ball has been bowled. So, um, but that, it was fucking nasty is what mm. it was being hit in the face underneath the grill. That could be that It could be bad or it could be not so bad. Those are your two options, but maybe we're looking at, um, you know, a couple of options here. Maybe Nick Jill, uh, Henry Hunt, uh, did some stuff for Australia, eh? replacing, uh, Usman there top of the order. What are your thoughts? Uh, could be a fractured jaw for Usman. It also, as you say, it might not be, uh, look like he bit his tongue. Mm. As well, um, I actually did something really rude in the house. I, we're working from home today. My wife's working from home as well. Um, you know, working on a cover letter to a, a, apply for um, you know a, a consultancy role in as a doctor. And I asked her to watch it and ask and and you know tell me what she was seeing. But um, as she started to say some stuff, Copes jumped over the top on commentary and started to talk about the ears ringing. I said, "Shh, shh, shh Copes is talking." <laughs> <laughs> well, Pezza, once again, the ICC have forced Usman Khawaja to bite his tongue. That's yeah, what's uh, in, indeed, yeah. the, the all-powerful ICC. Uh, now, mm. yeah, so let's say it's fra- it's a fractured jaw, and the Bancroft lovers might go, "Ooh, is that the little opening?" He's got one problem though. That means Renshaw will come in uh, for Khawaja, yeah. as we pronounce him, unavailable yeah. for the Gabba mere yeah. seconds after the incident itself, <laughs> and uh, and that means that. Yeah. Marcus Harris will come in as a reserve. Bancroft lovers apoplectic. Um, little do they know that, that after Marcus Harris, has a couple of other options. Uh, as you said on text, he goes Dan Hughes. I think would be next cab off the rank. Daniel there. Hughes. Then you look at um, Daniel Hughes. I think Tim yep. Ward's been playing well. Former New South Wales player Henry Hunt. Former New yep. South Wales, uh, um, you know, groomed yep. player. Uh, now in South mm. Australia, I uh, Sam Constance is a, is is with the Australian under nineteen side. Now he's been batting in the middle order for New South Wales, but he can also open the batting as a top order player. Yep. Um, I know yep. Nick Larkin has opened the batting for Sydney Uni before. There's a lot of guys yes. who've been bashing yep. down the doors at various yep. clubs and actually at various times mm. in their life, who will also be up against Cameron Bancroft for that thirteenth <laughs> man spot to mix a sports drink. Uh, and that will be the conversation over the next 72 hours or whatever the fuck. Uh, then we also got Beza, to see... I think, you're, mm. I, think you're, I think you're selling short. Ollie Davies has had a couple of good yeah, scores in the Shields. Jason shout. Sanger shows some promise as well. Yeah. Um, got 100 once. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. That's Jack right. Edwards. Yeah, Mickey Edwards. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey yeah I was going to go for bowling, Mickey. He's actually bowling, playing for Yorkshire. Bowling <laughs> for Yorkshire, yeah. Uh, good shout. Yeah. Good shout. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's lots of options. There's lots mm. of ways they can go, you know? Which is great. Um, it just reflects the depth of Australian cricket and, and Bancroft's in the yeah. queue and the, the message to Cameron yeah. is just to keep doing what you're doing. Um, keep keep scoring yeah. keep scoring runs or doing whatever you want to do, uh, I should really yeah. say. You just you just enjoy yeah. yourself. He's just got to keep scoring runs for the for the Thunder. Um, even though they they got washed out last Next night season. in the last game of the round. He's just got to keep doing what he's doing. Sean just, Marsh. Just keep doing it. Uh, yep. Sauce and and there may be an SOS to Dave Warner as well. <laughs> there, there could be. I, I think actually that's those, yeah, those are all viable yeah. options. Yeah. Um, so Marnus You notice when Marnus Labuschagne walks out to bat, he really looks like he's he's carrying a box of watermelons under each arm. 
I, I, I kind of like it. It's just uh, I, I don't think the chest or the, the, the girth of the arm is like necessitates the, I, I guess, the angle at which he holds the elbows out. I'm uh, just saying it's, they call a, that, it's a presence. Um, is he peacocking as he walks out the bat? Well, they call that invisible lat syndrome, Pezza, uh, which can be a crippling disease for those um, of the uh, skinny variety. Uh, Pezza, I want to uh, shout out our sponsor right now, Smith Optics. SmithOpticsAustralia.com is the website to reinvigorate and bring some life into this otherwise dog shit summer, okay? The Frank Wall Trophy deserves people around the country wearing Smith Optics sunglasses smithopticsaustralia.com is the website use the code fast for 25% off your order that's right you only have to pay three quarters of the price of full price sunglasses thanks to TGC thanks to Smith Optics Australia use the code fast at that website if you want to get 25% off these bad boys or the bad boys that Pez is wearing right now um, Pezza, what else do you want to talk about? Hazelwood, Ninefar, he's good. He's he's often um he's he's often been the guy that gets left out. Uh, Hazelwood though, isn't he? Like he he I'm going back even to the 2019 World Cup when he was at the time the number one ODI bowler, whatever rankings mean. Nothing he goes, that's correct. Nothing, but he was nothing. the number one ODI ranked bowler at the time. Um, they left him out because they wanted to get him firing. <laughs> are you doubling up? Are I just want to see if these glasses optics? are bigger, like so big as to cover the other one. Someone called me a dentist overnight wearing these. And I said, uh, ain't that the tooth? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Nine out of ten dentists agree. <laughs> um, Hazelwood, Hazelwood uh, generally speaking, though, he's, he's, he's been a guy that's been left out in the away tours. They prefer Stark, probably for some footwork, reverse swing stuff, although that seemed to just not really happen anymore after 2018 when they had, they had no away tours to South Africa. And I don't really remember what happened after that. But it's te- <laughs> Um, but Hazelwood's often been the guy that's left out. He didn't play the World Test Championship final because Boland was um, was preferred ahead of him uh, for the game against India at the Oval there. Um, and um, it's a guy that's averaging fucking, what is he, average 25, 26, 260-odd test poles, nine for here. So there was some some stat going around. So he's taken 13 for 81 in his last several innings combined. That's not really how cricket works, but it's also good numbers and good stats if that's how you enjoy your cricket, which many people do. Um, so, um, fuck, mate, it's just, a, it's just a great day out for the bush horse. It's steady. It's country. It's Aaron Williams. It's a, it's a sick fade. He's, he's been married. He's probably got a kid in the way. It's, it's all looking very, very good. Travis Head for my play of the game in a low-scoring game, 100. 20 half runs for Australia uh, in there and he's just about so um, I don't know mate what are we looking at nah well, uh, well summarised I, I, I don't think Josh Hazelwood needs a biography or not at all about a biography now I think you pretty much summed up where he's at in life 260 odd poles 25 yeah, married probably got a kid in a way lives over there in Hunter Seal in the Tedesco and, and, and Benji Marshall he's from the country he's um, he gives people a feeling <laughs> stuff uh you know a csk don't probably likes him yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty good career in cricket the hair's looking good sales looking good fitter than ever um you know is it is there an indian summer for half uh it gets left out comes back in does the job it's white ball stuff too uh that's just me making a horse noise and uh and then lid yeah lid, yep. pro- lid probably gets player of the match because He's the only guy who could score runs on a pretty tough deck. Um, just mentioning for the second day in a row, deck, it, was it a bit how you're going in terms of the inconsistency of the mm. bounce? I'd suggest a game finishing in <laughs> two and a quarter days is worthy of the question. Mm. It's worthy of the question, mm. but we're from Australia and I don't think the rules apply to us. Uh, so, um, And when it's sort of with seam bowling as well, it's just a little bit different. So it's sort of the same as spin, like it's a, it's a question of truth uh, and winning. But... Um, Nevertheless, uh, 
Yeah, I, I think lid because uh, that's that's the that's the thing that won the match. A couple of guys were able to take bags um, of wickets, so that's you know Shamar yeah. Joseph got five, gets five, uh, scores some runs. Uh, uh, didn't Camo take four as well in the first dig or something? He did something. Correct. And, um, yeah, and uh, it was too long ago to remember. And then Hoff, Hoff with nine, so guys are able to take bags, uh, but um, lid was the only one who could score runs. So that really that ultimately ends up the difference if he doesn't score it. Uh, who knows what goes on? Well, in fact, Australia probably still wins by ten wickets. Uh, so, uh, yeah, good, good, yep, good right. summary, mate. Looking forward to Nick Larkin coming in. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and plenty of guys taking bags, uh, given that it's Friday afternoon. Uh, people are ha- at the back right now, having a great old time. Weekend off for the boys. Tea times, bags, deluxe. Everything's going. Everything's looking up. TGC fans, cricket fans, Australian t- Australian fans, probably even the West Indies boys. If I'm honest, if I, if I'm being in the cold light of day, I'm I'm thinking. They could be doing a lot worse than having three days off there in Adelaide. Um, all right, well, we move on uh, to the Brisbane Test match starting sometime next week. You know what? It's actually the exact same time as the Hyderabad Test match between India and England. We'll be covering both of those games, which is amazing because they're literally on at exactly the same time. Mm. That being, of course, because the Brisbane Test is a pink ball test. Um, so there you go. And that's how time zones work, generally speaking. Uh, we'll be back for a longer form discussion, probably talking about what the fuck we just watched over the last two and a bit days, um, what it all means, how you... You are doing generally speaking and also if everything goes well glenn maxwell will be on the show that is going to come out on monday afternoon australian eastern time uh available on the usual platform spotify itunes google play youtube etc uh, so please do join us then. In the meantime, if you want to get behind us, patreon.com forward slash great cricketer, and you can join the live chat uh, going on there. And also hashtag AskTGC Fridays came out at midnight last night. Uh, so that's a, a weekly show, one hour long uh, per week if you want to get behind us there. Otherwise, Pezza, I think that's it. And we'll see you guys on Monday.